you for tuning in to the Removing Barriers podcast. I'm Jay. And I'm MCG. And we're attempting to remove barriers so we can all have a clear view of the cross. On the 20th anniversary of 9-11, my family and I were blessed to witness the turning over of the military vet to the American Museum on Wheels. The military vet is a 1992 six-speed corvette used to honor the victims of 9-11, all of the troops who have perished in our war against terrorism, and serves as a powerful reminder of the cause of freedom and our nation's godly heritage. The recording is not the best, but I trust you enjoy the program. Um, Summer and I somehow you found me, I think. <laughs> um, but it has been a road of happiness ever since that uh, we, we became friends. So you'll understand why he's a Marine Corps vet, and um, we're honored to have him here today. And he is going to share his time, his talent, and his wonderful knowledge with, uh, with all of you today. So I hope you go home and tell someone about it. And let's not forget that younger generation. So everyone, everyone remembers everything. Here we are, David. Thank, Thank you very much. Blessing to have you here today. And uh, just want to... Thank you. If you want to just mute that real quick. Yeah, just mute that. Um, I want to just thank you for coming. I would say that for most of us, there are images in our mind of 9-11 that are just literally unforgettable. It was a day of tragedy, but in some ways, not only did we see the worst of humanity, but we also saw the best. What we'd like to do today is just honor those and uh, to remember the heroes as well, as Linda said. I travel now. I used to travel with six children. They were a singing group that traveled America. And uh, But when you live in a motorhome full-time and there comes that time that you have five of your six children teenagers, it's an absolute blessing to get the birds out of the nest. They were happy to leave. They just don't know how much we celebrated after they left. But they were a joy and a blessing. They've blessed us now with 12 grandchildren, all nine and under, from Baltimore to Orlando, and then our son back in Alaska. We are Alaskan residents, and uh, we just, uh, we're, I love what Linda said. You know, when you look at those events, there is a generation that did not experience what we experienced. The breakdown today really is parents forgetting to tell the children to remember and if we forget to tell them, eventually all of that disappears. And if you don't remember where you came from, you'll have a hard time getting to where you want to go. And I think as parents, we want to remind them. Yes, it's a tragedy, but it's part of life is also death. And we want to keep those memories alive and honor those that perished that day and those that were rescuing others. We're going to show two clips. The first one I want to show was my very first attempt at filming. Uh, for those of you that are historians, you will hear me mention in the Iwo Jima flag raising five Marines and one Navy corpsman. Marine Corps is very big on history. They found out they had misidentified two of those guys. And now there are six Marines, no Navy corpsman. But go ahead and just, we filmed before that. And I've got so much of my children's college money tied up in that car in this. I am not into just making one little tweet to get that all done. It's very expensive. So, so uh, I want you to go ahead and enjoy this. I'll come up and mention a few things. 
We'll watch a second production, and then we'll be going out there into the, uh, the showroom. And it is an honor to have a representative here from Washington, D.C., from this area. And that would be Representative Wilds. Wild. Wild, not plural. All right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and roll that. found its roots in a document unlike any the world had ever known. 56 dedicated men lit a flame that would burn for centuries. It was a gift from Almighty God, one that with each test would only grow stronger. <laughs> through wars from without, and even through wars within, in prosperity and in want, it continued to burn. No enemy has had the power to defeat it, and even today, it offers hope and freedom to all. You will find it on the battlefields of the world and in communities all across this great land. You will find it in the hearts of the men and women who serve and sacrifice for these United States. It is the spirit of America burning brightly still for all the world to see. Flag raising, five Marines, and one Navy Corpsman. 
When that photograph was taken in 1945, within 30 days of that picture, three of those men were dead. The center picture is a night shot of the Twin Towers. The right-hand picture is the flag raising by the firefighters at ground zero. I could not quite grasp and believe that this was happening to us as a nation. Our department was one of the many departments that uh, answered the call to assist after the Pentagon attack. And really that changed personally my life and, and the life of many here in America. I think it took away the, the innocence. Dust, the great dust was on the streets, and uh, as we got down closer, it was deeper and deeper. And it was actually the concrete that was pulverized. It felt like it was almost going off to a war. I had been out of the Navy for nine years. I was ready to leave my home again, go down to that recruiter, and tell him I'm ready to, to get back on board ship. They attacked my country. And that's really what bothered me. They came after me. And it's amazing how you can take men and women from all different walks of life, uh, from all over the country, from rich to poor, have their work to fulfill a single mission and they do great things for this country. They are willing to put everything on the line for their friends, for their family, and for their country. The pride that I get is just being able to know that I serve my country. You know, it's not that, not that I have anything special to offer. Just me, serving my country, doing my job. I'd rather uh, fight the enemy on their soil than uh, fight them on the home front. The enemy that we're fighting does not believe like we do. Uh, and we are fighting an idea. We're not just fighting a people. 9-11 reminded us that we are one nation under God. I chose that phrase because it symbolizes America's heritage. George Washington himself said it is the duty of every nation to not only acknowledge God, but to humbly implore his benefits and his protection. And God has blessed America. Nations are like people in, in so many ways, and nations become complacent just like people do. And 9-11, I think, was definitely a wake-up call. When these buildings came down, everybody came to churches. They wanted to know the answer. They know there was no answer in the world but in God.
says, seek him first. He tells us, and Jeremiah called upon him, and he'll answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things that thou knowest not. I think we should continue to, uh, as a country, uh, seek God first. He will continue to bless our nation. Well, I hope you appreciated that. Every individual you saw in there is a personal friend of mine, all the way up to the two-star general, Ron Henderson, and including the command sergeant major of Fort Hood. He commanded 40,000 troops, Archie Davis. They're all friends, and uh, I count them dear and very much appreciate their service. Very quickly, if I could, I'd like to have our veterans stand right now. Those of you that served, or those of you, and I'm going to say this wisely, who were married to somebody who served, for you paid a price as well. If you could stand right now, we'd like to honor you. All our veterans, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, Appreciate your service. Freedom isn't free. Thank you very much. You go ahead, go ahead and be seated. We had a very poignant moment during the filming. If you'll remember during that production you just saw, you saw me in my full dress uniform with my back to the camera. I was looking out over Arlington National Cemetery. I was sharing a thought about death. And uh, following that, when my film team broke everything down, if you know anything about Arlington, it's pretty close to the Iwo Jima Memorial. And so I just drifted over there, decided I'd have a moment to reflect at that memorial as a Marine veteran. At that time when we were filming, it was when the surge had just taken place. Over in Iraq and Afghanistan, President Bush was our president at the time. And I'll be quite frank, as I served under Carter and then under Ronnie Reagan. Those were my two commanders-in-chief. But there were some that were trying to create another Vietnam, if you will. I'll just be very honest about it. Uh, and it was bothering me, but there wasn't a lot I could do but just keep doing what I was doing. And... What was interesting to me was at that moment as I stood at that memorial, all of a sudden a Greyhound bus from Oklahoma City showed up with about 85th and 6th graders. Five minutes after them, another Greyhound bus came in. It was a summertime on field trip with about another 80 more 5th and 6th graders. And then a third one, over 240 of those young people. And you've got to understand... They've come to see the Iwo Jima Memorial, and there happens to be a Marine in full dress uniform standing there. I wanted a quiet moment, but it turned into anything but that. They swirled around me like chaff. They wanted to shake my head and thank me for serving. They wanted to get pictures and photo shoots, and I know it was just one guy, but for a moment I almost represented everybody who'd ever served. And then kids knew, those children knew, Politics aside, it was just right to say thank you to our veterans. It's a very powerful moment. In that movie that you saw, there's 15 stories here. If you look at the extra features and extra extra shows we've got, we're going to show one more here in a bit, but I do want to remind you, before you leave the ceremony, after we're done today, see my wife, wherever she is. <laughs> The children left, and now she has two, all right? But she has a Marine Corvette shirt on, and she has a complimentary DVD for every family that's here, as well as my personal story. See, people say to me, who exactly are you? I'm a Marine, but I'm also a traveling minister. And people try to put that together. It's really not complex. I go all over America telling people how to pass final inspection. 
It is pass or fail. You don't have to fail it. You just got to figure out what the inspector's looking for. And you can pass. Amen? So that DVD I give you later on in some of the production will tell you how to pass final inspection. What you're about to see is the full walk around of the car. Every little thing on that vehicle. And then following this, we're going to make our way out to the showroom. And we'll meet out there for the other half of our ceremony. The Marine Corvette is America's noble memorial to 9-11 and the war against terror. As it travels the country, it is a rolling reminder of the sacrifices being made to protect the freedom of every American. The hood of the car is a collage of iconic photos, the most prominent of which is the Twin Towers rising as they once stood over the city of New York. The images associated with America's two most tragic events are depicted. December 7, 1941, which thrust the country into World War II, and the attacks of September 11, 2001, almost 60 years later. The famous flag raisings from each are included in the montage that reminds viewers to never forget. In the days following 9-11, America truly became one nation under God. Differences were set aside, and a spirit of unity could be felt in every corner of the country. Americans everywhere prayed and asked God to once again bless this nation. Under the hood are the names of those that died on 9-11, a total of 3,030. Listed are the passengers on the four airline flights, those who died in and around the Twin Towers and the Pentagon, and the 343 firefighters who gave their lives while rescuing others. On the back of the car, we can see those who have died since 9-11 fighting in the war against terror and keeping us free as a nation. Soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines. 6,318 in the first 10 years of the war on terror. Also represented is the Marine Corps battle history, which lists each campaign that has been fought by U.S. Marines. The rear brake lights spell out the letters USMC when lit, and the Marine Corps motto Semper Fidelis, which is Latin for always faithful, is proclaimed boldly as well. The scripture verse John 3.36 is referenced, which speaks of the true freedom that can only be found in Jesus Christ. Beside the engine block are two plates. One lists the Medal of Honor recipients in the War on Terror, and the other the number of Americans killed, wounded, or missing in each of our major wars, beginning with the War for Independence and continuing through the Vietnam War. Hidden icons in the design of the Marine Corvette include the Navy photo of owner David Summerdorf's father from his time of service in the 1950s, a photo of David with his twin brother Doug just after joining the Marine Corps, and a photo of David with his wife and six children. The rear side panel displays a squadron patch from his time in the Corps with VAQ-129 and EA-6B Prowler Squadron. The current design of the Marine Corvette was commissioned in 2013, and the car was transformed from its 2008 design that was first displayed at the 7th anniversary of 9-11 in New York City. 
Today, the Marine Corvette continues to inspire and to move all who see it, particularly those who have lost a friend or a loved one in the war on terror. As a mobile memorial, it is keeping the memory of America's heroes alive in the hearts of men, women, boys and girls, now and for years to come. This is the Removing Barriers podcast. We will be right back.
my wife and I sang, and I said, actually, people pay us not. <laughs> I want to go ahead real quickly here and just share a couple of thoughts. Thank you again for being a part of the ceremony, Representative Wild as well. And uh, as we pause to reflect upon the tragic day took place 20 years ago today, Remember the 3,030 lives lost. The number does vary, by the way. I find it all across. We found 3030. Some say 20, uh, 2977. But as we reflect upon them, we also have to recognize the heroics that were displayed from our firefighters, from law enforcement, first responders, and even private citizens. I think of one man in particular that seemed to just kind of sum up the spirit of America at that moment. He was on Flight 93. His name was Todd Beam. As he made that final call to his wife, he and other fellow passengers really began the pushback at that moment against the terrorists. And his final two words became the rallying cry for our moment to go back and after terrorists, and it was these two words he said, let's roll, let's roll. I'm always humbled by the spirit of sacrifice. A whole life to live, and yet someone stood up and made a difference. People have asked about the car and all those names, but I also get the following question. What's up with those roses? There are almost 1,100 roses on that car, and each one represents a personal visit from a loved one who found a friend, a son, a dad, or a mom. You and I see those names are just names. I do know three of them. They're very close to me, but all the others are just names. They're a third person, and so every time a visit was made, I would have them place a rose in their honor to commemorate that visit. And then I would say this, I'd say, I don't know this person, could you make them come alive in my mind for a moment? And I would ask them the following questions. Who were they to you? How did they live? How did they die? Who did they leave? And if they came over to me right now and introduced themselves to me, what would I like about them? And as they begin to talk about their loved one, their buddy, their relative, many tears were shed on the trunk of that car. As you saw in the movie, he is not dead who is remembered. People do come alive in our mind again as we talk about Grandpa, who's no longer there, and the funny things he did. And, and this is what that car is all about. It's to keep alive the memory of those that have passed on before us. The roses are all different colors, but they all went down red. And over time, as I've been 47 states across America with this vehicle, the sun would bleach them out slowly. Some would turn orange and then eventually become silver. They'd fade. Oftentimes, like the memory of our loved one, they do fade, but they're never forgotten. They leave empty. Yeah. 
as we remember those that perished, I want us to pause for just a moment and have, as our Congress lady did, one minute of silence to remember those that have fallen. Our Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, in the wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pause to reflect and remember the events of this day 20 years ago. Lord, we do pause and ask that you would comfort the families that still have that empty seat. I pray, Father, you would also Humble us as a people. Remind us of our mortality as well. In a day of plans, even as this event finishes, places we want to go and people we want to see, Lord, remind us of the brevity of life and remind us of the certainty of death. Our life is but a vapor. And James says it appears for such a little time and then vanishes away. Remind us of the brevity of life, the certainty of death, but Father, remind us of the sacrifice you made for each and every one of us in the person of yourself. 20 years ago, lives were taken. Over 2,000 years ago, one life was given. We hear the words of the Apostle John. He says, you so love this world that you gave your only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Lord, help us to remember, to reflect, and be reminded. May they not have died in vain, and for each of us individually, may your son not have died in vain as well. And we ask and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
to the podium as we close our ceremony out.
appreciate what you guys are doing. It's a great honor and privilege to have this museum be the final home for the car. And as I mentioned earlier, has so much of my money tied up in it. <laughs> but it's so fitting because 90 minutes one direction is ground zero from this point. 90 minutes the other direction is Shanksville, where Flight 93 splashed down. And the car is in the pivot in the crossroads of those moments in American history. Keith, thanks so much for your support. Semper Fidelis. Again, that's Marine Corps lingo. He's always faithful. Thank you so much for your support. Alan, thank you for your support. And Semper Fi as well. Thank you, Dave. And then Linda Merkel. She's become a family member, I'll tell you. I wrote this special and said, thanks so much for your friendship and support. Semper Fi, Linda. And here's a plaque. And I know those plaques are nice, but you really want this. <laughs> the car, the car. It would be the title. Make sure so I'm going to sign this right over. <laughs> and I'm just going to sign it. You fill in all the other stuff. Okay. Seller. Date of sale, 11 September 21. Linda, Allen, and Keith. This car's got a lot of memories. It does. It's meant a lot of people. It's my prayer. It'll continue to remind and cause people to reflect and remember that day and I pray with all my heart this final home, she'll have years to come. And she'll be a blessing to many out there as well as yourselves. Thank you. Thank you. Lord bless you. Thank you. Linda, I'll let you conclude the ceremony. Thank you. Everyone, all our volunteers and our staff at this uh, museum, we're honored for today and to have met you. And as everyone knows, and I hope everyone knows, museums are for lifelong learners. This That's is good. a perfect home for it. So thank, thank you, you very, you. very much. It's an honor. So everyone, we hope that you had a wonderful time. We're uh, grateful that you were able to be with us. For everyone who served, God bless you. For our first responders, for our friends, everyone, thank you very, very much. Thank you for listening. To get a hold of us, to support this podcast, or to learn more about removing barriers, go to removingbarriers.net. This has been the Removing Barriers podcast. We attempted to remove barriers so that we all can have a clear view of the cross.